How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlik Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. Oh, hey, how's it going, friends? Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer, and today we're going to talk about goals. We're going to talk about how to set goals and actually hit them. Uh, the real people purpose of goal setting, and you actually might be a little bit surprised by this. Uh, and then the two biggest mistakes that 90% of people make when setting goals and why it leads so many people to actually not achieving their goals. Now, here's the deal. I'm sure that you've heard something about goal setting and uh, how important it is for achieving your goals, right? Uh, now, there's been studies, and I'll dig into those, that talk about you know 50% more likely to be accomplished if you write down your goals. But the problem is most of us don't really understand how to set goals in a way that actually lead us to accomplishing them, right? Setting goals in a way that uh, makes them achievable. You're, now, the reality is, if you don't have goals, obviously you're not going to know where you're headed. But if you're not achieving those goals then that's even more you know, painful, right? So Yale did a study that found that 97% of people never clarify their goals at all, right? But if you're in the 3% that does clarify your goals, uh, the next step is to document them. Now, Inc. found that the simple act of writing down your goals increases your chance of achieving them by 42%, which is uh, pretty big, right? <laughs> uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to increase the chance of me hitting my goals by nearly half. And then you want to share your goals to get accountability on them. The American Society of Training Development found that this increased goal completion by 65%, or sorry, from 65% to 95%. And we're going to talk about accountability a decent amount to, to help you get there as well. But the truth is, it's not enough to just set a goal, right? We actually know how to, we have to know how to set goals specifically in a way that will allow us to accomplish them. So. Here's the deal. We've all heard from, from Tony Robbins and all the you know gurus and self-development people out there that setting bigger goals is what's really important. We hear, set bigger goals. It takes just as much energy to dream big as it does to dream small, right? So we want to set goals that are absolutely as huge as possible. I want to go to the moon. I want to go to Mars. We hear Elon Musk doing it. We hear Jeff Bezos doing it. Uh, you know, We want to set these massive, massive goals. I want to be a billionaire, right? Well, maybe. The problem with setting really big goals is that a lot of us get discouraged when you don't see good good progress, right? So we had a client of ours, uh, and when she was working with us, she kept setting this goal of she wanted to make $100,000 a month in her coaching business. And when she was first starting, she's like, no, I'm going to dream big. I'm going to go after this big goal. And what we found was every time she set this big goal, she would find herself demoralized and demotivated and not taking action. 
And as she did it more and more, it just got self-defeating. You know, I'd set this big goal. She'd set this big goal and then she wouldn't get moving and she'd feel even less worthy and she'd feel even less accomplished. And then I'd ask her, hey, you know, why, why are we setting this big goal if it's not helping you get there? And she'd say, because I need to set big goals for me to accomplish them. I want to dream big. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to tamper my dreams. And I told her, I was like, well, the reality is if that big dream is beating you up subconsciously, is it a, is it a very good dream? She said, well, well, maybe not. And I said, well, what do you see, what do you see as being an achievable goal? What do you think would be uh, an amazing goal for you to accomplish that, you know, might be a nice stepping stone on the way to a hundred thousand dollars a month. And she said, honestly, I just need to get my first 10 K. I was like, great. So why don't we set that as the goal? We set that as the goal and she hit that 10 K within a month. And we said, well, why don't we set a $20,000 goal? And she hit that within another couple of months, right? So the reality is setting too big of goals can actually be incredibly discouraging and it can actually hold most of us back from accomplishing the things that we want to accomplish because if we don't see the progress, it can be very demoralizing and demotivating. So, okay, that's pretty simple then. So maybe we should set more achievable goals and we should set really, really small goals. Well, maybe. You know, for a lot of people, if your goals are too small, then you're not going to be inspired or motivated to work towards them, right? The truth is I'd rather have a goal of making $100,000 and missing by, let's say, 10K and making only $90,000 than having a goal of $10,000 and hitting it without any real effort. So the real question becomes, what is the purpose of setting goals? The real question is, what is the purpose of setting goals? And I'll tell you, there's two purposes of setting goals. Because once we understand the purpose of setting goals, we can learn how to properly set goals that we will actually achieve and will motivate us. So number one, goals have two purposes. Number one, clarity of direction, right? Number one is clarity of direction. The purpose of a goal is to give us clarity in the direction that we are trying to head, the, the, uh, the, um, uh, the end state that we are trying to achieve. And the second is motivation to take action in the current moment. Clarity and direction and motivation to take action in the current moment. Notice how neither of these purposes are actually in achieving the goal. Pretty interesting, isn't it, right? The goal of goals is to have clarity in a direction and motivation to get moving now. Yes, the purpose of a goal is to get your ass moving. If a goal does not accomplish this task, if a goal does not get you into action or sometimes uncomfortable action, then it's not doing its job. So these are the two purposes of a goal. And if your goal is not accomplishing these things, you may need to adjust it, right? This is where we came up with the idea of Goldilocks goals, okay? It is actually true. You can set goals that are too big and you can set goals that are too small, just like in Goldilocks and the Three Bears. If you haven't read that story in a while, you maybe want to look it up. Uh, just like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. We don't want our goals to be too big. We don't want our, our goals to be too small. We want them to be just right. We want them to be right in that sweet spot that drives us into purposeful action. So a lot of you may have heard to, uh, a lot of me, you may have heard to, to set SMART goals, right? Uh, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. SMART goals. If you haven't heard that, you can look that up as well. But what I've found is it's actually better to set 
SMMT goals, even if it doesn't sound as cool as SMART goals. And I'll tell you what SMMT stands for right now. But we've used this goal setting method uh, with nearly 800 of our clients to make sure that they're achieving their goals, growing consistently, and not beating themselves up when they don't hit those goals. So SMMT, number one, specific all right, you want to make sure that your goals are specific and clear. So, for example, I want to make $100,000 in my coaching business or I want to have $100,000 a year passive income in my real estate business, right? You want to be very specific in what that goal is. Um, one of my favorite things that I do at live events is I, I ask everybody, um, you know, to, to shout out some of their goals. And, one, you know, one of the people will inevitably say, I want to make more money. And I'll say, great, ma'am or sir, come up on stage. And they come up on stage and I give them five bucks and I go, goal achieved, right? Because they weren't very clear in exactly what that goal was, specific in exactly what that goal was. So you got to be specific, number one. Number two, you have to make sure that your goal is measurable, all right? That goal needs to be measurable so that you can actually put it through, put it through what I call the mechanics test, right? So you want to have goals that if you gave your goals to your mechanic, that mechanic could go down the checklist and be like, mm, yep, you achieved this one, you achieved this one, you did not achieve this one. If there's any lack of clarity around whether or not your mechanic could tell you whether or not you've achieved it, then it's probably not very measurable. Now, if we go back to the example we just gave, right, $100,000 in your coaching business, that's pretty measurable. $100,000 in passive income in your real estate business, pretty measurable, right? Making more money, not so measurable. So we want to make sure that your goals are measurable so that you can actively actively and objectively measure your success. Number three, the second M is motivating. Like we talked about, this might be one of the most important pieces of setting a goal. And this is the importance of Goldilocks goals, right? Your goal has to be motivating. It has to get you moving. The reality is nothing is ever achieved without action. So if your goals do not motivate you into action, then your goals are not serving the purpose of a proper goal, okay? Your goals have to be motivating, and sometimes your goals can be too big, and they scare you and prevent you from motivation, or they can be too small, and they don't inspire you enough to get out of your comfort zone and push you beyond your current limits. And that brings us to number three, which is time-bound. It has to have deadlines, Goals without deadlines are just dreams, according to Tony Robbins. Now, here's an interesting one about the time-bound one, right? If the most important part of the goal is to be motivating and getting you into action now, I would say that the time-bound piece is actually optional. Now, what we've found with some of our clients, again, setting a time limit to their goals, for some people, that's motivating. For some people, when they set a time limit, you know, I want to make $100,000 in my business uh, by the end of next year, that's motivating. For some people, when they set those goals too quickly, it's actually debilitating and they get scared and they freeze. So some of our clients, we actually tell them not to time bound their goals, right? Because sometimes when they don't time bound their goals, it allows them to move freely and act freely without causing them to freeze up. So this is where the you know the famous Socrates quote, know thyself really comes into play because for Goldilocks goals to work, you really have to know yourself. When you put the pressure on, do you get into action or do you freeze? When you put the pressure on, do you rise up or do you crumble? Because if you're the type of person that rises up, feel free to set time-bound goals, set big, scary, hairy, audacious goals that just, just push you beyond the limits because chances are you're going to push yourself past those limitations and make amazing shit happen. 
right? I was this person. I am this person, I should say. When I set big, hairy, audacious goals that nobody else believes in, and I set time limits that nobody else believes in, I'm the type of person that rises up and just makes shit happen. So for me, I do that. I time-bound my goals. I set measurable and motivating goals that seem huge to a lot of other people because they get me moving, right? But that's not for everybody. For some other people, we want to make sure that you're actually setting more realistic goals and we want to make sure that you might not be time-bounding your goals. Or if you are time-bounding them, set longer timelines so you don't, that you don't cause yourself to freeze. This is really important to get properly. So in the end, I want everybody to remember that the most important piece of setting goals is actually not setting massive goals, big, hairy, audacious goals that nobody believes in, like a lot of the self-development gurus will tell you to do out there. The reality is you want to set goals that cause two things. Number one, they give you clarity. They give you extreme clarity around the direction you're headed. And number two, they motivate you into action. And the best way to do that is to set SMMT goals, specific, measurable, motivating, and time-bound goals. And again, the time-bound is optional. Just know thyself, know whether or not you're someone who rises up or someone who freezes when too much pressure is put on. And that's all we have for today. Don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure to implement what you've learned here with us. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com and grab your pre-sale copy of the Shit You Don't Learn in College book open now. It'll be an absolute game changer. Everyone who buys the book during the pre-sale launch will get over $3,000 in trainings and bonuses. So you'll want to head over to sidlickbook.com, S-Y-D-L-I-C book.com, and check it out now, and I'll see you on the other side. All right, that's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton. Thanks a ton.